So, uh, y'all ever got in trouble at Christmas? Why do I say it like that? At Christmas? <laughs> Mowage, we're mm. gathered here today. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I stole my own Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. I, oh, oh, well, go ahead. Elaborate first. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, I liked Transformers a lot. And there was that series of little... It was like the first generation of the little Transformers. You transform them, you could pull them back, and they would go. Yeah. And I was trying to get as many of those. I liked those a lot. And my mom, she got like four of them. She gave me one that day, and she wrapped up three of them. She put two under the tree marked my nephew's name. And I was like, <laughs> all right, so that's, that's, that's trash because I don't have either one of those. I saw you buy them. <laughs> So I don't know, like I don't and your know little why. kid brain couldn't figure out the car. Yeah, I, I I was like, all right. So I like I don't know. She put she also put them like behind the couch. She didn't put them under the tree. So I was like, well, they behind the couch. She ain't even gonna notice. I just took one of them out, and because uh, she's a she's an adult, um, and I'm, like a dumb, I'm a dumb I'm a dumb child. Uh, I she realized that I was playing with one of them, and she was just like, Mm-mm, God don't like ugliness. And I was like, I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> I tried so hard to get away with it, and she was like, she eventually just broke. She was like, listen, we marked those Kyle because you weren't supposed to see us pick them up. <laughs> it's because you're nosy, but now you're just stealing from yourself. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, oh, could have told me that two days ago when I was trying to be like, like I thought I was like stealthy, like, you know, in the kitchen playing when you were in the other room where I like, pick up, pick those up, go on the front porch when you, I'm playing with them in stealth. You just say something. I look crazy. She let me look crazy. Oh man, that's about, uh, that's probably the the most cut and dry one. Yeah, I got you. That reminds me. I didn't steal from myself, but and Sherry hates this. This is one of our worst fights ever happened because of this. Uh, I did plan my own surprise birthday party once. <laughs> <laughs> but, what? I'm not going to get into it because this is Christmas. So, <laughs> Kendall. <laughs> to complete the trifecta, I am my own grandpa. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your daddy? <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think I ever really got in trouble when I was a kid around Christmas. The most would be like my mom's empty threats for like the two months preceding if you messed up in any capacity whatsoever, even if it was you forgot to wash the dishes, it was all right. That's one more, one less Christmas present. You know, you, you <laughs> know oh, the, the empty threats, knowing the per- the presents are already purchased. That's funny. <laughs> so it'd be like, okay, all right, like, okay, mom. Right, won't <laughs> won't let it happen again. I'm sorry. <laughs> so this isn't getting in trouble, but this is more asshole Tiffron territory my mom got I, I told my mom i did not want a bike for christmas and she got me a bike anyway and then i never rode the bike out of spite oh god that's why i'm fat now <laughs> you played yourself right there. <laughs> he was so spiteful he made a whole lifestyle out of it ladies and gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> when keeping it real goes wrong, I, never ride that bike. I will never ride any bike. I, I haven't ridden a bike since before that. Like it's 
<laughs> See, I was just joking. This this is more deeply rooted than we thought. It's Joe. not a phase. It's not a phase, mob. <laughs> well, on that note. Thank you for joining us today. If this is your first time with us, we're the secret group of brown kids. Who are the secret group of brown kids? It's a secret. But you might be able to find us avoiding stress and several felonies by ordering our presents off Jeff Bozo's website on Black Friday. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) My name is Tiff Zilla, your host. And on this podcast, I make my friends watch movies with me and talk about their feelings. And on the panel today, Casper, the friendly wise man. Tim. <laughs> and introducing uh Balthazar with his head on fire. Kendall. <laughs> uh, and the movie of the week is Jingle All the Way. We're starting our uh Christmas holiday movies. Uh and this one, the secret group actually voted on is what we should do for the week. I was kind of surprised. I uh, I was too, and I've actually never seen it. <laughs> This is only probably the third time I've seen it. Oh, man. Uh, How do you not stumble into having seen this movie at least once so in your life? I say this every now and then. I didn't have cable growing up. Mm-hmm. So if it didn't come on network TV, it wasn't getting seen, basically. Uh, unless I happened to see it at somebody else's house or like actually went to the movies to see it. Mm. In that certain like range, like the 90s, uh, early 2000s, maybe up until... 2002 it's hit or miss i always think everybody has superstation but that was even on the most basic rung of cable that yeah that was the even... first level yeah yeah there was a time where um because i didn't have cable for stretches growing up either there was a time to where if you got lucky and waited about three four years like you might be able to catch a, a major movie on like uh, I don't know, WB yeah, or, yeah. or like ABC around but, the holidays. Like you're not time. joking when you said three, four years. Like that's no, getting like, lucky. You had to like, wait. <laughs> that's when they got the rights. <laughs> Look, I always went, forget about that. Man, it like it, it went through like you know back in the day. It wouldn't it would be like a year between theaters and video. And when it came out on video, I don't remember when, how long it took to come out on like HBO or whatever. But mm-hmm. by the time it came out on video, HBO. After all of that, then maybe, maybe if the sun shine in the right spot, a network TV would get a a recent movie. The ABC movie of the week, thirteen yep. year old yep. classic. Yep. Just like you're like, <laughs> look, so I remember when ABC showed Toy Story in like '98, mm-hmm. and that's that's three years, right? Like, yep. but that was a huge deal. It was like, oh snap, <laughs> Toy yeah. Story, this three year old movie. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's how I saw the ABC story. special presentation. <laughs> oh man! But uh, so y'all got me watching this. But it's, this is our second. This is our second Arnold movie, which our first one is uh Commando. Which oh, I'm I can't say believe it, I missed that one. I'm, I'm gonna say it right now. This is nowhere near as good as Commando. <laughs> Commando was one of those movies where we had the VHS growing up watched it at least once every two weeks oh my goodness um, yep um my brother's dad he was one of those like arnold fans i feel like we all knew like either a bruce lee fan or like an arnold fan mm-hmm. back in that I'm, day i'm all of them 
that had the, the their whole discography filmography i mean yeah he was an arnold guy so he had commando uh, was a total recall uh, uh just all those old arnold movies they were so bad but they were great look look commando the our commando episode i say this all the time this i think it's our most unhinged one because <laughs> it just kind of devolved into us just doing the arnold voice <laughs> oh no <laughs> Oh, and no. just and because the movie is so ridiculous itself, and it has all these quotes, we just it was the whole time. My my mom was uh, a Bronson fan, so we had Mine all too. kinds of Bronson stuff. I just remember that man. That man wasn't even trying to act. Like, we're gonna take <laughs> down. There. We're gonna take down your entire syndicate. No, you nuts. He I'm was gonna, he was there to kill brown guy. people. Yo, facts. I'll shoot everybody in this place before I let you take over this town. Because all what? of his Is movies, he yet? all of his movies were in the. You remember in the eighties, like they had this thing where it's like everything is just super crime, super crime. Mm-hmm. Like we have to take down the, the the gangs and the and the, the vagrants and all that stuff. He was and in the slums of the slums when yeah, he was in the movie. Yeah, and like that was like the big fear at the time. So all of because uh, they were saying you know the crime's only going to get worse and like. 20 years. I like, think about like the Warriors. Like that's the whole crux of the Warriors is mm-hmm. it's actually technically a sci-fi movie because it takes place in the future because at the time they were worried that like New York City was going to get just overrun by all the bad guys. So the gangs will take over New York. Mm-hmm. And like that was the the premise of you know the Warriors, you know. Warriors is like 3 weeks before Escape from New York. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> it felt like that. But that's how you got all those movies because they were just afraid of like, you know, the this crime was going to go out of control. And then what happens? They lifted restrictions on abortions and crime dropped. <laughs> but like, oops, they, they didn't know that right away. They didn't figure that out until after the fact. It was like, oh, so they never got that like magnificent crime wave that they said was coming. Charles Bronson like, so you made abortions and now there's less crime. <laughs> How am I gonna have anybody to shoot? Exactly. <laughs> Look, I what was his movies again? Like his, his big one? Uh is that a friend? It was like they were all like three or four. Like negotiator, uh hitman, killer, stabulator. They were just like very like <laughs> Hold on, I got uh, it. Um my mom loved this man, and I was just like, All right, is he charismatic? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> he he probably didn't even know he was filming movies. <laughs> I thought it was just shooting guys. Death Wish. That was his that, first. That, yeah. That, yeah. Man, like, I think it was like Death Wish 3 or something. I just remember him just standing outside, just shooting, and it was like 200 brown people. Just... <laughs> <laughs> all but anyway, uh, <laughs> Jingle All the Way is not that. <laughs> we got to watch it, Brunson Christmas movie. <laughs> Let's find out which one qualifies. Santa Claus is going to hell. <laughs> I don't remember there being so many cameos in this movie, but I guess they're not cameos because none of the people were famous they, they yet. Famous yet? Yeah. But yeah. now it feels like it's just yeah. stuffed full of cameos. There's one in particular I can't wait till we get to because <laughs> you spoke them into existence. Like, <laughs> oh, God. but yeah. So if you. Have no idea what Jingle All the Way is about. Even though I hadn't seen it, I still knew what it was. It's a father vows to get his son a Turbo Man action figure for Christmas. However, all the stores were sold out, and he must travel across town and compete with everybody to try and find one, right? And hilarity ensues. But 
the thing is, like, he lied about it. Anyway, uh, we'll get to it. So it came out ninety six uh, November, just in time for Christmas. They knew what they were doing. That's and, uh, that's the year I graduated high school. Did you graduate in North Carolina or Ohio? Yeah, North Carolina. Okay. So like the year I graduated, that this was the the Christmas right after that. Okay. So was, do you God. remember if it was like the Christmas? Movie? It was on fire. Like there were several people so jazzed about it. Like somewhere Ar- between... Arnold hadn't like gone out of. I don't want to yeah, say out he of was favor, still, but he, he was, was still, still doing good. Yeah, he was doing mostly comedies. wasn't doing as much action, but people still loved Arnold, and they people also <laughs> still really loved like Christmas. Was like uh, maybe it's just different now, but Christmas felt big and it felt important. Yeah. Now now it feels like shopping day. I hope. It's not just because we're adults. and we, Yeah, we, sometimes like, I worry about that's probably a lot of what it is, but like how we, did we can't see the, the, the trick cereal the right way anymore because we're adults. <laughs> oh, what, what movie? It was, was it the Santa Claus where if you're above a certain age, you can't see, you can't see like the magical Christmas creatures? Oh, there is one of I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, in real life, if you're too old there's a frequency you can't hear so maybe <laughs> i mean like, it's possible they're vibrating at a different we can't we can't experience magic mm-hmm. we've aged out of magic mm. like 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 hearing and seeing ghosts yeah you know we're just gonna keep coming up with more of these uh so yeah if you want to see the movies on disney plus you know breezy 80 minutes if you want to get nostalgic or if you're like me and just never seen it but directed by brian levant levant i think i'm saying that right and he directed a and produced a shit ton of family comedies and sitcoms and stuff like a lot but i'm not dying on that hill because he just seems like an industry person as opposed to Mm. an auteur if you couldn't tell from watching the movie (laughs) but you (laughs) and of course starring arnold uh sinbad Phil Hartman, who I didn't know, <laughs> it took me like his name was on the tip of my tongue the whole movie, and I was like, "It's the guy with the voice." <laughs> I'm um, Troy McClure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's so fun. That is Troy McClure. <laughs> uh, Rita Wilson, Robert Conrad, Martin Mull, and Baby Anakin Skywalker, Jake Lloyd. Oh. I think this is the movie that yeah, got yeah, yeah, him yeah. Anakin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Budget was $75 million and $20 million of that was Arnold. <laughs> well. Hey, remember what we said? A $20 million actor? Yep. I really want to know what the new number is because this is 96. So, like, 2023, the $20 million actor, like, how much did, like, Margot Robbie make off of Barbie? Oh like, man, she well, she was also like she got like producer credits and stuff too. So she's making not she didn't just get a set fee. She's make she's still making money off of yeah. It. Anyway, smarter way to do it. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so Arnold got twenty mil, but the budget or I'm sorry, the box office sixty million domestic, international was sixty nine million total, one hundred twenty nine million. So off of, you know they made their money. Definitely made made a, a killing off of that. If it was as big as a deal as you as you said, like I, I understand. And Rotten Tomatoes, does this make sense to you? <laughs> Audience thirty nine percent, critics twenty percent. Absolutely makes sense to me. Yeah, like it. It's a nostalgic movie. It's not. It is. It is one of the movies of all time. <laughs> but it it is not particularly a great movie. 
but it, it's fun. It's wacky, like literally wacky, like Looney Tunes wacky. The balance between Looney Tunes wacky and a little bit more adult than I remember was a little off-putting. <laughs> like they, they, they slipped in some jokes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but honestly, I, I can't believe the, the 20% for critics is that high. When I think in a way. It. Yeah. Like, it's not a critic movie at all. But I if I had seen this when I was, when it came out, and I think I was like seven, I'd have been all for it. Oh, it's bright and shiny, fast-paced, when it wants to be. Arnold uh, being funny? Yeah. <laughs> so... And Sinbad, Sinbad was even funnier, yeah. Uh, the the height disparity between the two of them threw me off for a little bit. Yeah, because I knew Sinbad Arnold... was tall, but I was like, he's taller than Arnold. Yeah, but Ar- usually Arnold's the taller one in whatever he's in. So mm-hmm. then seeing Sinbad, him looking up at Sinbad was... Yeah, I was like, what in the world? And it's apparently only like two or three inches yeah, in difference still... of height, but it's like, dang. And then I, I've said this before, like uh, having met hulk hogan and being right in front of him six seven is terrifying <laughs> like you don't belong anywhere <laughs> there's no but places for you that's why i'm like i'm i'm just in awe of uh uh wemby uh with the Wembyana new new basketball player he's like seven oh, four. oh god yeah he's seven four and skinny so he just 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 look like slender man out here <laughs> <laughs> They they lie to us about aliens all the time. Right? No, he was tall boy. No one can save you. <laughs> Shout out, no one can save you. Episode. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> anyway, because at first they were like, "Yo, what what is the league gonna do with them?" And like the the, the Spurs were winning a lot at first. And then I guess they figured out how to shoot over his head or something. And, like, <sighs> now the Spurs been on, like, a losing streak. <laughs> anyway. Big just... oops. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what Wimbenyama reminds me of. <laughs> this wacky inflatable flailing too, man. Matumbo watching him play, like, that's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I can no, do no. better. Not, not in my house. None of these people are in this, but one day we're going to do Uncle Drew. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, before we get going, shout outs. Shout out Jermaine, who he's my friend and you're going to look at me sideways, but I'm, I don't know if he's in Mississippi or Alabama, but I think he's the one listening down there and he's been like hitting me up about how funny we are. So that's nice because we're not Yay. we're not just funny in our heads. Yeah. <laughs> I be in my car, like laughing, like man, I gotta tell somebody this thing. <laughs> <laughs> they go crack up, and then you do, and they don't. They'd be like, okay. Look, I be like, I feel so bad because I'm I'm weak in my car listening back, right? And I'm like, if someone knows what I'm listening to myself, they're gonna look at me sideways. See, like, sometimes like if I like a coworker will come with me to like lunch or something, and then it auto plays, and they're like, are you listening to yourself? <laughs> Uh, I get the same feeling. I'll be like checking out some of my songs, like to see how my recordings are going, see how a demo song feels to me, and I'll be in the car doing stank face to my own music. <laughs> and somebody will catch catch like eye contact with me, I'll be like, they don't know, but this is they don't know why this is embarrassing. They know I killed it. I killed it. Uh. <laughs> oh, and uh, Ontario. I know we shout out Ontario a lot, but hey, they. Yeah. They're real ones. <laughs> we get a lot of lists from Ontario. 
and I'm pretty sure it's more than just one person. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty good though. It gives yeah. me uh gives me a little bit of confidence. Like we're we're funny in a place where funny is really important. Yeah. Canadian people love comedy. What'd you say, Kendall? So shout out to Drake and them up there. Oh <laughs> in Ontario. Okay. <laughs> He's going to drop us in a song one day. He's corny <laughs> enough to find us funny. I believe it. <laughs> he'll, just be, he'll just be like having somebody come in the room. Hey, come listen to this part. Like, just this part? Yeah, it's funny as fuck. <laughs> we'll know if we have one of our jokes uh, pop up in there. Anyway. So. <laughs> We're just randomly big for one, from one TikTok of one of us saying one word. <laughs> What would that word be now? You got me wondering. Just Korean going, okay. <laughs> whenever whenever I'm like rude to him and he does that mumble. <laughs> that, oh, you just going to. Uh, oh, all right. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, uh, I'm going to remind you all to subscribe to the podcast if you listen often and you haven't subscribed yet. Also, share us with your friends. Uh, but moving forward, we about to spoil this movie. I know this uh, 17-year-old movie, or no, 27-year-old movie, sorry. It's on Disney Plus in the 80 minutes if you care. But, or you just want to listen to our voices. So, I need to stop doing that with lemonade. I'm sorry. No, I'm just, I got the... <laughs> Stay away from that Panera lemonade. <laughs> oh, the five loco. <laughs> No, I seen that drink today. It said Panera lemonade is the fifth loco. I lost it. Look, that's, that's the first time I heard that. That's so funny. And you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? It killed a little white girl. It, it's not even like me. It's not some big nigga that that breathed heavy. An elderly person died oh. about uh, three weeks ago. Oh, it's oh, still another kill- one. It's still it's, killing people. It's they, still killing people. They, they didn't pull the lemonade. <laughs> you got you got to put that stuff in a cup that just literally says highly caffeinated or I something. Because people, after the have, first person, I think it was either a year or maybe two years ago, got hospitalized. I know they had to put the disclaimers about the caffeine content in mm, the restaurants. You, you mean to tell me people are still drinking and dying? They from are it? still getting laid out. Man, that old person, you know what? They probably were like, yo, like they took it and they felt great. And I'm like, oh, I've got some pep in my Let stuff. me get a second one of those for the road. <laughs> the cut, <laughs> cut, the cut to them being wheeled away. <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> no. Let me get a second one for the road. Later on, the road. I remember there was one energy drink called a spike and on it it said you can't you shouldn't have more than one a day out of risk of death and like that's the only energy drink I know it was probably like for marketing like oh dang Mm -hmm. this drink could kill you (laughs) but like that's the only energy drink that took it so seriously (laughs) (laughs) look I remember I don't know what the hell I had uh Monster or one of them, Nos, one of them, because you know IT folks, you you drink them because mm-hmm. you, you know, stay awake, so you but, can see the matrix. Yeah, and like man, the way like my heart started moving, I was like, oh nah, I can't, I can't do this, boss. <laughs> There's been a couple of times when I 
either drank one without thinking about what I had already eaten or drank, or at least one time when I hadn't had a lot of water. Yeah. When kind of like, oh man. Why is my heart could, beating sideways? I like, could see I could see new colors. <laughs> no one's ever no one's four dimensions as well. <laughs> right? Like instead of just a regular do do it's like do do like it's the a law and order theme. Like <laughs> <laughs> Your ve- your veins start vibrating to the to the same notes as the, as the as the saxophone when it comes in. <laughs> you're just like whoa. Next thing you know, your uh, echocardiogram is on the the hook of a Kendrick Lamar song. <laughs> wow. Uh, Meanwhile, yeah, that, <laughs> jingle all the way. Uh, film starts out in the Turbo Man show. Which was definitely modeled after like nineties like Power Ranger. And like then we then it pans out and it's a uh, baby Anakin Skywalker, Jake Lloyd. Uh he's watching it, right? And his mom tells him to go get ready for his karate thing. They say karate class, but it was like something special. It wasn't just a class. Like he was It was like, like award ceremony practice. Yeah, like he was going up for like a new belt or something. Uh, it was every movie that starred Jake Lloyd, he had father issues of some kind. <laughs> Hey man, and then he grew up to being a little messed up. Uh, but I'm not gonna blame that on his father. I'm gonna blame that on the rabid ass Star Wars fans. I still would have rather heard him say, "I hate sand," <laughs> with that same scrunched up face. I hate, I hate sand. sand. <laughs> uh, so meanwhile, his father Howard. Arnold, uh, a mattress salesman is still making calls as his assistant reminds him he needs to leave uh, to go get it to his son's karate thing, <laughs> which he completely misses because he left late, hit traffic, then got pulled over and pissed off the cop. Uh, did not expect the cop to keep coming back, but that was great every time. Yeah, the cop cameos were very Warner Brothers. <laughs> so Howard gets home and his annoying neighbor Ted is on his roof hanging Christmas lights. And like, same dude... Uh, was at the karate class filming. We also saw other moms hitting on him, but he ignores them to talk to Howard's wife, Liz. So Ted, Ted was on some shit. She just, she's just <laughs> Tom Hanks' wife. <laughs> oh, that is Tom Hanks' wife. Yeah, why just leave? Let her be. Is that Chet's mom? I don't remember. I think it might be Chet. Oh, Colin's mm. mom. Yeah, that's a quick question. Colin and Chet got two different moms. Anyway. That's right. Chet, uh, our favorite. Ooh. <laughs> oh boy, I had to remember Chet. I'm not gonna lie, it'll be a weird day. Once I've found out about Chet, I stopped like canceling people. I'm probably gonna get canceled for that, but I don't think you can cancel Chet. I, he's a force of nature, he, he's <laughs> omnipresent. It's, it's Galactus, like, he's not evil, he's just there. Like, you know what, he really should. He really shouldn't be doing that, but he's doing it well enough that I'm not exactly as offended as I should be. Hashtag let Damn Chet it. say bumbaclot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Howard goes inside and his son is upset with him and his wife asks him if he, he got the Turbo Man doll for, for Christmas like he, she asked him two weeks ago. And like he lies, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I got it. But the issue is it's Christmas Eve and the next, uh, it's Christmas Eve the next day, and by now it would have been sold out everywhere. But he's like, no big deal. I'm just go get one anyway because he's 
Arnold. Uh, <laughs> I'm a mattress salesman. If I can find a doll, you know he's he lies so easily, right? Like, yeah. And that, it makes sense when you think about it, because like, who are some of the worst people on the planet? Salesmen. The 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 worse human you are, the better salesman you are. It, mm. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. So, on his way out uh, to try and find Turbo Man the next morning, Howard's neighbor Ted, once again, is outside wrangling a reindeer and tells him that he got his son a Turbo Man. It's been sitting on under his tree for like a month. So, keep that in mind. Put a pin in that. Also, the reindeer does not like Howard. <laughs> so, Howard rolls his eyes and he heads out to a toy store. And, like, while waiting in the crowd for the toy store to open... That's where we meet Myron Larrabee, Sinbad, uh, who's in the same boat as Arnold. He he also needs Turbo Man because he didn't get his son in, in time. And like they become like rivals across the movie trying to try to get this damn action figure. Well, it's, whatever. Is it an action figure? I don't know. Anyway. Doll. They keep saying the word doll because. Uh, but <laughs> I think the kid says action figure and the they say it on. Say it. Yeah, but, but it is you. clearly large. To be an action figure. Yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those like big foot tall things. So, of course, this first toy store completely sold out. Uh, and this is when we get <laughs> so on the the killer episode, you confused Charles Parnell with Chris Parnell, mm-hmm. and you said that he's uh he was on Thirty Rock as uh the Doctor Spaceman. Yep. Uh, Doctor. But Spaceman. here, but here he is. In his first movie role, mind you. What? This <laughs> yeah. is the first movie, yeah? Uh, yeah. So it's funny that like you spoke him up like three episodes ago. <laughs> and he's just hearing this bit part in his first movie. <laughs> but he set the stage, though, because the moment he's like, you got to have some of the baggies. Really? And they just laugh him out of the store. Like, what are yeah. you talking about? Like, you think you could get a Turbo Man on Christmas Eve? Hey, everybody, he thinks he can get a Turbo Man. <laughs> Whole store starts laughing at him. And he's like, like he's so confused. <laughs> uh, he's like, what? What's so funny? What? 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 <laughs> it's it's like, you know what rewatching it kind of reminded me of, especially since I rewatched it two years ago in the height of this. Like, mm-hmm. remember the like completely oblivious parents that thought that they could just go to the store and buy their child a PS5? They just thought yeah. that they were commercially available. Yeah. yeah. They could just walk in. This is exactly what that scene reminded me of. Like, that's my reaction. I've seen it happen. I'm glad I didn't work at GameStop then because I would have been just standing at the door. You hear about a game? You hear to buy a game or you hear to buy a PS5? A PS5. <laughs> Hubris, please leave. <laughs> they were doing that. And they're like, <laughs> people are looking at them like, what What do you mean you don't have a PS5? <laughs> I can imagine there's some resale employee that just wrote in like regular marker, no PS5s. Yeah, stuck just in a window. <laughs> We don't have to. I remember they did that at uh, Walmart. Yeah. So I pulled off an Xbox, but I still don't have a PS5 to this day. And and did that with the, I think, I did I tell you my terrible make a child cry we story? You should. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Ann and I have been together for a really long time. We just moved back to North Carolina from Ohio. Mm-hmm. We is on fire. You can't get them. Mm-hmm. Like GameStop would have one Wii and sell out of it five minutes later. The stock was bad. People wanted them. So I'm looking for a job. I'm in the GameStop because I've worked there in Ohio. I spent a little time talking to one of the guys. But I went back there one afternoon just to look around. 
after I got out my other job. Mm-hmm. I'm in the store hearing this guy talking to one of the guys behind the counter, like, yeah, we just can't keep them in here. The weeds are gone. It's like, it's gone already? The one you had earlier is gone. It's gone. Uh, this lady comes in and she's got this crying child like behind her and she's holding the baby. She's like, I'm called about the Wii. And he goes, oh, oh no, we sold that. I didn't know. <laughs> I don't think I talked to you on the phone. He's, he's, he's like, I, I called just, it was only, it was like not even 25 minutes ago. And she, uh, she's like livid. She's like flipping out. She's like, what am I supposed to do? He goes, I don't know. She's like, you told me that you would hold it. He goes, he goes, I never said that. I said we had one still. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I just, it hasn't even been 25 minutes. I go home and says, surprise, I got a Wii. And I was like, what? Where'd you get the Wii? She goes, I got it at the GameStop just over there. I was like, when? She goes, today. I was like, what? I just dropped in and they had one. (laughs) And the guy was like, oh, that was fast. Someone mistook (laughs) that Anne was the person on the phone. But they don't hold it. You're not supposed to do that. Mm. You you could take pre-orders and you can reserve, but you're not supposed to hold an item once just in the store. So they they were in the rights to say we don't hold for anybody. But this guy, I think, just assumed that the lady was on the phone, just showed up. So he just sold it to the first lady that was like, you got a wee? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, and I was like, I was like, Ann, you about to hear some real cool shit. <laughs> I told her that and she just, she's rolling. We're Man. both, we both still laughing. I kept that wee. I, I'll never sell that wee because I know a child <laughs> cried. <laughs> poor, oh poor, poor white child. You can't have a wee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some kid didn't like their Christmas was ruined and they grew up to say that. Grew up to be a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> so you could play Wii Sports. I'm happy for you. Down the path of self-destruction. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> I mean you you probably, you know, used it to do, make music. Do 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 fuck that kid. Fuck that kid. <laughs> What a perfect story for this movie. (laughs) So, (laughs) but yeah, so the clerks uh, tell him that a lady just bought the last one that she had on layaway and she just walked out. So Arnold's like, oh, I don't know what he thought he could do. I guess beg her for it. But he he goes to run out the the store and then like, does Sinbad tackle him? Sinbad does knock him the hell over <laughs> he 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 puts his whole body into knocking Arnold Schwarzenegger through a display <laughs> and then uh, Arnold gets a hold of a, a remote control car and uses it to like catch up the Sinbad and trip him and then so uh, he, and that is why Sinbad has back problems to this day oh my goodness oops and he oops. like a wheelchair he's 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 trying <laughs> He's still around. Got them genie wishes. Oh no! That's what I was gonna say. Why doesn't he just use his Kazam power? No, Kazam is Kazam. But yeah, so Arnold runs outside and like he he sees the Turbo Man in the back of a station wagon pulling out, and like he's running and he's chasing it and screaming, and like she just sees this giant man chasing the car, so she speeds off. She's like, Nah, I seen Terminator. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> uh, funny. There's 
some lady in this movie in a car is the wrong Sarah Connor uh, from Terminator. Oh. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but at some point she gets mistaken and it's like, oh, that, that's not Sarah Connor. But that's like that late, that actress cool. is in this. That's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know Random. if it's on purpose, but yeah. So yeah, so after failing to find uh, any of the toy store or toy store after toy store, uh, remember those? <laughs> Howard calls home for Liz, but Ted picks up the phone because for some fucking reason he's had his house. Uh, we do see the sons like playing together, but like. You only got to be there. Yeah. <laughs> he breaking the rules. Oh, yeah. He's he's super bombastic. And like, and his ass doesn't let uh, Howard speak to her either. <laughs> I was like, sir, not in another man's house? Mm. Absolutely not. And this continues to happen, too. So it, it's like it builds. But yeah, so Myron catches up with Howard and extends an olive branch. And he proposes that they divide and conquer and work together to find Turbo Men. And Howard's like, nah. Like he he's holding a grudge against uh, Sinbad. I work alone. <laughs> Howard doesn't have partners. <laughs> so then someone runs by saying that there's a late shipment of Turbo Man toys arriving at Mall of America, and like they rush off to their vehicles to go. But Howard uh, backs into a cop's motorbike, and it's the same cop that pulled him over the night before. <laughs> License and registration, please. Which I feel like. Is more than just a ticket, but yeah, that was the first that's, hint. That's destruction of property right there. Yeah, that's the first like bit in the movie where it's like, okay, this movie isn't too grounded in reality. Just yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Arnold gets to the Mall of America and they're handing out these little raffle balls to see who can uh, get some of the stock, right? And pandemonium ensues when the crowd pushes forward and then the clerks just throw the balls into the air. All fired. Yeah, you're right. Uh, balls everywhere. And a bunch of balls hit Arnold in the face, and a bunch of balls hit Sinbad in the face, and somehow neither of them got one. All they had to do was, like, open their mouth. Mm. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad children don't listen to this podcast. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, so they end up on the floor scrambling for uh, for the balls, and, like, they fight, end up fighting over a single ball, and Sinbad pepper sprays Arnold in the face, and he gets up and like he starts like celebrating that he got one. And then Arnold's like, he got two, he got two. And then the crowd rushes in bad and like knocks the ball out of his hand. Uh, so then it starts bouncing across the mall and like Arnold chases it. And he ends up in like a, I guess it's, what do you call that? Like I say playground, but I think there's another word. For yeah, it. there's a kid's the, play place kind of thing at the mall. Yeah, the, yeah. Like, like, you know, the McDonald's thing where you climb through the tunnels and whatnot in the ball yeah. pit so he ends up in that and like one kid gets it and he chases her into the ball pit and then like she sticks it in her mouth and like he goes to like get the ball out of her mouth and then he starts getting beat on by women with, with their purses calling him a pervert like like this movie just takes these very <laughs> very serious things and just makes light of them oh yeah like, that's like, like a lot Oh like, yeah! Oh, he's, this little guy's. This guy's going after kids. Let's just pop them on their purses. And of course, like he, I mean, like, rightfully so. You get accused of being that. You should back off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he he starts yelling, "I'm not above it. I just wanted a turbo bad dog. <laughs> I'm not the pervert. <laughs> and then, he's uh, not a tumor. <laughs> And then a uh, uh, mall Santa played by Jim Belushi and uh, his elf get gets his, gets his attention right and 
they uh, they heard he wanted a turbo man and convinced them that they could hook him up. Uh, so he followed them out of the mall and into a warehouse where a bunch of Santas and elves are making counterfeit toys. <laughs> Why are they all in costume? Uh, mind you, the when I say elf, like the Santa's elf was played by like a little person. I forgot his name, but you know, there's there's like three or four like real famous ones, mm-hmm. and three of them are in this movie, I, or two of them are in this. Seems movie. like, yeah. Uh, so, but all of the elves are played by little people. Anyway. Uh, or at least short people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're in there making their counterfeit toys. And like, <laughs> the elf brings out a gift wrap gift. and A gift wrap gift. The elf brings out a wrap gift. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Santa collects $300 from Howard. Mind you, this is 96. No, that's that's a grand. That that That's the price <laughs> of a PlayStation. <laughs> for, for this plastic doll that probably doesn't even articulate. <laughs> it's... A price and like PlayStation came out ninety five for three hundred for this damn Turbo Man doll. Anyway, good God! Look, I would have just hurt my son's feelings. I'm sorry. Anyway, like, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got you this Turbo Man drawing. <laughs> the funny part was in an earlier scene there was the the big store cardboard cutout of Turbo yeah. Man. I was like, why didn't you just take that stolen? You <laughs> <laughs> said you you. You said you wanted Turbo Man, right? No. no. Nobody else has got this, you little punk. <laughs> I worked I worked at a GameStop. The very first thing when a game was popular, would you always have somebody come up like, when you're done with this stand, shut up and get out. We don't know when we're going to be done with this standy. Don't don't start with that. That's well, funny. I just want to put my name on a post-it and stick it to the back so when you're done with it, I can have it. That's right, what the movie theater. Right, like, 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 I'm not, like, I'm not gonna walk out with this myself. Fuck, That's just funny. walk, kick rocks. Right. <laughs> what do you need a Lulu from Final Fantasy for? What do you need it for? <laughs> we we could have congruent arguments now. Come on, let's go. <laughs> so after going up against a Santa with candy cane nunchucks and a huge Santa, which was uh, the big show, yeah. Yeah. Uh Arnold gets dogpiled and then the police bust in in the raid uh and they raid the warehouse. Mind oh, Vern you, Troyer's in oh, that yeah. scene. Big Show goes to f- punch Arnold or something mm-hmm. and Arnold ducks and he ends up punching one of the elves which is Vern Troyer. Uh mini me. Sends him I think he's flying. uncredited too. Oh, yeah, he sends him flying across the warehouse. So many like again, just so many people in here that you just wouldn't have thought about them then. I think Big Show this was just before he popped off in WWF. Yeah. I would say F. Yeah, sorry, he's not even credited as the Big Show. He's yeah, uh, yeah, he's his real name, big old white dude. <laughs> but yeah, so the the police bust in a raid the warehouse, and like as one of them notices Arnold, and they're like, "Wait, who's this?" And Arnold sees a toy badge. <laughs> he grabs the badge, and then he pretends to be uh, he was an under like pretends to be an undercover detective. Slick. Like, yeah, <laughs> he acts his way out of it. Uh. Which is kind of funny. So, next, uh, Arnold runs out of gas on the bridge. <laughs> Anything that could happen. Just all of yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, what's it? Uh, Murphy's Law or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, we see him try to get uh, to a phone to call his wife. But his son, Jamie, answers. And, like, he's like, uh, when he has to put his mom on the phone, he says, I can't. She's next door petting Ted. And he's like, she's what? <laughs> <sighs> Just so many. <laughs> oh 
And it's like, of course, like they don't follow up on it. They just no, says it and they keep just... it moving. <laughs> and Jamie realizes his dad is about to miss Christmas, the, the Christmas parade again. And like he calls him out on it and Arnold, Arnold fusses over the phone, right? And he's like, because dad, when someone makes a promise, they should always keep it. It's like what Turbo Man always says. Always keep your promises if you want to keep your friends. Enough. Enough of this Turbo Man, okay? I've had it up the hill with Turbo Man. <laughs> if, there's, <laughs> if there's anyone I don't want to have advice from right now, it's Turbo Man. Now get your mother. <laughs> and, and, and Anakin is like, what do you know about keeping promises? You never do anything you, you say you're going to do. Not ever. <laughs> Cue guilt trip for main character. Uh, so so Arnold feels bad about himself and he goes to the diner to get some coffee and sulk, right? But then Sinbad pops up again and like they bond over being bad dads. <laughs> like Sinbad, <laughs> Sinbad tells a story about not getting the present he wanted as a kid. And the neighbor uh, that did get the present became a billionaire. And now Sinbad is just some loser without a future. <sighs> And like then Arnold daydreams his son Jamie dressed as a mailman <laughs> drinking booze. <laughs> no, so, I so forgot wild. that happens, and I I I choked on my drink because I I noticed Sinbad was drinking alcohol, but then when it turned into Jake Lloyd drinking, <laughs> dressed the same way. That's so funny. So a broadcast on the radio says that if they call in and identify all of the names of Santa's reindeer, they can win a Turbo Man, right? And the two guys uh, rush over to the payphone, and all that happiness that just happened, them bonding and stuff, yeah. goes out the window because they start fighting over the payphone. And uh, I think Arnold gets it, and he gets through, but then Sinbad rips the phone out. Uh, which is not good for either of them. No, now it's more destruction of property. And then, like, the, the, the diner guy tells them that the radio station is just two blocks away, so then they race out, right? And, like, this is actually my favorite part of the movie. So Arnold wins the race, and he busts into the radio station and goes all the way up to the recording room, which is, uh, like, it has, like, you know, the, the glass windows and then, like, a glass door, but the door is locked. And then he kicks in the door and smashes the glass. And he's screaming, I got the answer, I got the answer. And the radio host calls 911. And he's somebody, too. I'm not. Martin Mull. He's, uh, yeah, uh, he's yeah. from all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And. Uh, but then Sinbad rushes in and, and pulls out a package claiming it's a bomb. <laughs> and he was going to blow the blow the whole place up if he didn't get the Turbo <sighs> Man toy. <laughs> you built a bomb? No, I didn't. But hundreds of these things come through the mail every day. And I just kept one just in case I ever needed it. <laughs> like, it sounds so plausible. <laughs> now give me the dollar. I'm going to blow everybody up in this place. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? It's, 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 it's such a testament to the time that they could get away with terroristic threats. Yeah, absolutely. This is, this is pre-9-11. That would never happen now. No, you can't do that stuff. He said, I kept the bomb in case I ever needed it. <laughs> <laughs> I was weak. <laughs> uh, so, so Sinbad accidentally flings the bomb 
and Arnold yells, hit the deck, and they drop to the floor, and the box lands in front of him, but then it starts playing Jingle Bells, right? And he yeah. opens it, and it's just a music box, and Arnold snaps, and he hops up and puts Sinbad on the wall, and Sinbad's like, hey, man, I've been under a lot of pressure since they added the, the Zip Plus 4. <laughs> That's a very 90s thing. No, and and <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I forgot that that's about when that came out. I hadn't even thought about that at the time. It was like, whoa. What? That's so, that was slipping those jokes in for the adults. Side note, <laughs> most of uh, Sinbad's lines are improvised and Arnold's responses to them. <sighs> that's, so they just let him ramble. <laughs> that's the kind of humor Sinbad is good at, though. So, like, his agent and folks were, like, really worried about him playing essentially the bad guy of the movie but because he was like you know like good guy comedy like safe comedy mm-hmm. but he was like no nah, i want to do it and uh <laughs> i think chris columbus produced this and he was like really big on trying to get him to do it so like they they like made it happen for him to be for him to get the role uh but yeah. yeah he's like wet bandits level like <laughs> villain here though like yeah, it's yeah. kind of great villain with the asterisks uh <laughs> So then the radio host speaks up and asks, like, if they're under an impression that he has a Turbo Man in the studio right now, because he just had a gift certificate. He said, you know, you can get one. I didn't say you'll get a Turbo Man. We just said you'll eventually get a Turbo Man, <laughs> which is like your, your story. <laughs> just. Mm. I say you'll get a Wii. I said <laughs> we have a Wii. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so then they go to jump him instead of like, so. You know, Arnold had Sinbad up on the wall, and then they spin around and they grab him. But then, remember, he called the cops. Uh, so they hear the sirens uh, coming. So they, they they go to dip out, right? And <laughs> when they get to the elevators, the cops are already coming out of the elevators. And Arnold tries to run to the stairs, but then the same cop pops back up. So I'm like, okay, like, it's over. It's a wrap, right? <laughs> Sinbad does the bomb trick again. <laughs> I forgot about that. Didn't see it coming. Was like they would never. They're doing it. Yep. It is happening right. Okay. That's like I said. This is when the movie jumps the shark. <laughs> he, he uh-huh. said, this is a homemade bomb. He said this is a homemade explosive device. Now blow it up because uh, I work for the post office and you know I'm not stable. Tell him. And like Arnold's like this man is totally insane. <laughs> <laughs> he just rolls with it <laughs> so the two dads run away and they left the police with the bomb and the cop that uh keeps bumping the arm picks it up and he tells the rest of because everyone gets scared they're like what are you doing and he's like i was on the bomb squad for 10 years and like he sniffs the package and then he shakes it and then the cuts the sinbad running outside and you hear a boom, and he's like, huh? And it cuts to Arnold, oh. and you hear the boom, and he hears the boom, too, and it shakes. And it cuts back to the cops, and it really was a bomb. But, like, obviously, they're not dead. It was like it's, Looney Tunes. Yeah, you got that uh, Yosemite <laughs> Sam blown up face. <laughs> Every, everybody's charred, and his hair is sticking up. It's like, all right. <laughs> and he just, like, passes out. <laughs> Like, like I said, this is when the movie just off the rails. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. (laughs) I was already weak. We're here now. I was already weak that he pretended it was a bomb the first time. Right. I was already laughing. And I was like, okay. So 
Uh, Arnold gets back to his SUV to find it on blocks with the doors and the seats and all the interior ri- uh, missing, right? Like, and sir. like Merry Merry Chris or Merry Xmas sprayed across the windshield, and it's like, God damn! Like I know they're in they're in a uh, Minneapolis Saint Paul, right? And I'm not familiar with the area. Maybe like I want to think of was, was that Minnesota? When I th- or is that Wisconsin? No, Minnesota. Minnesota. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. When I think of the area, I just know Minnesota don't got a lot of black people. Like Prince was from there. Oh, I mean, you got the Prince, the Jacksons, the Time. I thought the Jacksons was Gary, Indiana. No, no, they are they are Indiana. It's just that that's right. Janet worked with a lot of people who were from Minneapolis. Okay, okay. I'm thinking of Janet specifically, but she was she wasn't from there either. But Morris Day would steal a car. You're right. You're right. <laughs> They probably stole the car on the album cover. Jerome, <laughs> look at this SUV. We I'm got, about to take these wheels. We got to do Purple Rain. That's another iconic yes. uh, one that I, would not I mind have that. not seen all the way through. Just, boy, just oy, oy, oy. It's always the same parts on the TV when I'm in the room, but I've never sat and watched it all the way through. I love Prince, and I love artistry. Uh, but Purple Rain sometimes is another one of those movies of all time. Mm, okay. <laughs> there are some there are some moments where it's just like, damn. That, okay, that's what we're doing. Cool. <laughs> Product of his time. <laughs> I think I think Cherry might want to be on that episode. She said she loves Morris Day. Morris is Morris is amazingly cool. She has an aunt that loves Prince. That's like my when, sister then. When Prince yeah. died, like, the Sunday at church, when we saw her, we were like, aw, poor aunt, not Sharon. And she had a purple scar. <laughs> it's like, are you in mourning? Yeah. <laughs> my sister was not good. Mm. She she was doing bad. And she she dressed as Prince multiple Halloweens when she uh, in high school. So, yeah. We we know a, a cosplayer who, who does Prince. Yes, <laughs> he, he I f- took a picture with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh shoot, we know a couple now. Think about it, but is, one is that the one that does the Prince of All Saiyans? No, he that the the second dude I thought of was him. The first one, Brian. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Arnold gets back to his SUV in the sunblocks, yada yada, and uh, he has it towed home. Where he gets out and sees through the window of his house, Ted putting the star on his christmas tree now this is a big deal because that's arnold's thing is he's the one to put the star on the christmas tree. he's tall enough <laughs> the top <laughs> and he goes i'm out all day and he's in my house putting up my star on my christmas tree <laughs> never and- touch another man's rhubarb <laughs> And he, you know, this is his breaking point, right? So then he remembers that Ted said that he had a Turbo Man under his Christmas tree. So he just kind of decided to kill two birds with one stone, right? Right. (laughs) That was my very first thought. Ted's bragging. I don't like Ted. I'm going to wait till Ted's out of his house. I wouldn't even gone into town. (laughs) Ted, Ted, your car on fire. Oh, I guess it wasn't. It's so funny. I think he just didn't think of Ted as a threat until this moment when mm-hmm. he was just already fed up. It's like, what are you doing at my house all the time? <laughs> it's weird. Oh man! So like, this was the this was the, the the straw that broke the camel's back. Side note: I'm gonna circle back to 
the camel. <laughs> yeah, so while Harold is breaking and entering and stealing uh, <laughs> Christmas from his neighbor's son, uh, Liz scolds Ted for putting the star on the Christmas tree, because like I said, that's Harold's thing. And Ted is like, well, he should have been here to do it. Where is he not spending time with his family on Christmas Eve? I can't even do the, the, the I was about to say the Troy McClure voice, the <laughs> Phil Hartman voice. <laughs> <laughs> so then some carolers arrive singing outside and like they go out to see, uh, or Ted and Liz go out to see. And it's funny because like Ted's still trying to like lay the moves on Liz and like he tries to put his hand around her and she like shakes it off and pretends she's like, like no, soy. <laughs> so... And, like, Harold avoids the carol. He sees them, too, and he avoids the carolers by uh, going out the back door. Uh, but then he's hit with guilt because he realizes he's not just stealing, like, a toy from Ted. He's stealing yeah. his son's Christmas. And he's like, what am I doing? Uh, and he decides to put it back. But then he sees the reindeer from earlier. And I remember I said the reindeer don't like him. Uh, <laughs> the reindeer, <laughs> reindeer charges Howard, right? And charges him. He chases him into the house. And, like, they're running, the, running around the house messing up the place. And, like, during the chase, somehow Howard kicks the head off of one of the three Wiseman decorations that, mind you, they're outside. They're giant. They, they're, like, outside decorations, but they're in Ted's yeah. living room for whatever reason. And, like, he kicks the head off of Balthazar, and it flies into the <laughs> fireplace. Another thing, if Ted over at the neighbor house trying to get his wife, why he leave the fireplace on? Absolutely. Why, what's this the, is what's... Ted's fault. Yes. I know I know Arnold is breaking and entering, but this is Ted's fault. Uh <laughs> so the, the head flies into the fireplace, but then he gets the, like the reindeer locked in a room. Uh but then the smoke detector goes off and he sees the head on fire and he tries to like stomp it out without breaking the head. And he just ends up kicking it through the front window, and the flaming head of the wise man lands in front of the carolers, <laughs> and they scream and run away. And uh <laughs> Ted walks up and he's like, Oh, Balthazar. <laughs> and at the same time, Liz notices Harold inside the house. So they go, uh, her and Ted go in and like Liz is scolding him, right? And <laughs> he, I mean, here's the thing, like he's, they, Liz goes inside and he's literally standing there holding the stolen present. He had time to throw it. Yeah. But, but I, I think he was just like, I don't know, f- flight or fright or, or freeze, whatever. He yeah. was frozen. And uh, instead of throwing a damn present, pretending like he was in there for whatever reason, or maybe I would have pretended I came, I saw the smoke and I came in to stop it out. That's true. <laughs> like a very, a very open, honest, like, what's going on in here? Your house is burning down with a terrible yeah. husband. <laughs> why, why would you leave the fireplace on, Ted? <laughs> you goofy goober. <laughs> <Our. laughs> He could have did that, but he didn't. He just had the damn... Anyway, <laughs> it's like all the ways you could have gotten out of this. True. So, like, Liz... Or Howard tries to explain, but Liz scolds him uh, for doing exactly what it looks like. <laughs> like he's stealing the present. I mean, because... Yeah. So. <laughs> you can't explain why you're <laughs> holding the present. You could If he didn't have it, he could have gotten away with it. Barely. But Yeah. So she says she's going to go to the Christmas parade with... Uh, anakin and uh and and ted and like howard's left you know feeling sad uh (laughs) and on on their way out ted turns to howard and he's like you can't bench press your way out of this one like such a wild line whoa right it's it's (laughs) almost like flanders like (laughs) uh, yeah 
He's so corny. He's he's corny, but like abrasive. Yeah, it's oh, true. I think we've all probably worked with somebody like Ted. <laughs> oh, like I, I did. We miss the one thing I kind of wanted to zoom in a little bit on. The the kids are outside and like when uh Jake Lloyd uh Anakin's all like, man, your dad's so neat, and he goes, yeah. But he didn't used to always be that way. Before him and my mom split up, he was a turd. But now he's great. Maybe your parents need to get a divorce. I was like, homeboy. That's funny. homeboy. <laughs> homeboy. No, 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 no. You leaning in too much. <laughs> that's I... how I know. That's how I know you are a a un, uneducated white boy because you looked at only the positives of this. Only the positive. Your mom is gone. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't even ask to have you. That's right, because he's with <laughs> the dad. You with dad? I'm gone. The dad got the house and the kid. What happened? Usually, when something like that, if it's the opposite, mom got a Mustang and she's gone. She well, out. She left her family. Mm-hmm. She's like, like nah. It's that scenario where the dad got the kids in the house. The mom left them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, up, oh, but but dad's real cool now. That's not a positive. Mm. I miss that whole part. I, I think I like I remember him saying maybe your parents to get a divorce. I didn't catch the first part. Yeah, that was just before the the poorly executed Arnold phone call. <laughs> I never want to take advice from Turbo Man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Then the the reindeer busts out the room and and charges Arnold again and he fucking uppercuts it and knocks it out. <laughs> what he's and like, he you goes, picked the wrong day. <laughs> Okay, you started it. Uh, <laughs> side note, this is a callback to Conan the Barbarian where he actually punches a camel. Yes. <laughs> I haven't seen that in forever. That was a good movie. Yeah, with reason. What, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's James Earl Jones' character? To- is it Tulsa Doom? <sighs> yes. Well, his, his, he got the fresh perm. <laughs> <laughs> that relaxer was laid. Like. <laughs> Oh God! Well, yeah. So Howard sits in the backyard drinking beer with the reindeer, <laughs> and he gets an idea and heads to the parade. I guess they, you know, he's sulking, but he's also like, now that him and the reindeer are friends, yeah, they boys. <laughs> he's like, I gotta go, reindeer. <laughs> uh, so Ted and Liz let the boys out as they go f- try to find parking. Right? Ted tries to lay it on the moves on Liz. And Howard sees this because he got to the parade in time. And like, <laughs> and he tries to stop Ted, but then he bumps into the cop, the same cop. Now he has like his hand. It's funny. He's carrying coffee and he has his hands wrapped up in bandages from like, from the bomb. Yeah, just but that. He's still on duty. <laughs> they sent him home. He's not at the hospital. No, he's back at work. He ain't got no family. He's just like, nope, got to secure Secure the city. Go get us some coffee, bomb expert. (laughs) (laughs) And like Howard bumps into him and he he falls down and the coffee flies up and lands on his face. (laughs) And he gets up to chase Howard. But like somehow Howard ends up inside some building. And oh, it's where the floats are like prepping or whatever, right? And he gets mistaken for the replacement guy that's going to dress as Turbo Man on the Turbo Man float in the parade. And uh, they dress him up and like and explain all the details with the suit and whatnot. 
uh, but they won't let him speak. <laughs> like they're they're too busy because they're late, so they're rushing. And he's he's trying to say, "I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the guy." But these, you know, they're not paying any attention to him. So they roll right past all that. Yep, <laughs> like, you're the guy. Come on. And apparently, the original guy had an accident that put him into a coma. And like the dude was like, "Oh yeah, we got some good news. We see that now. There's uh, the doctor said that there's brain activity. So <laughs> what? <laughs> Again." A little much. <laughs> yeah. So they they throw him in uh, into the float and like it rolls out into the parade and then he gets like lifted up up top, revealing like the whole suit. And like so Turbo Man's sidekick uh is a purple cat named Booster, which I think is also a He Man or I don't know, whatever. Yeah, it it's be. technically a He Man cringer reference. The yeah. uh the actor is also another wild cameo. This yeah, one, uh, he's, a, he's a bully from, uh, in uh Revenge of, Nerds, from right? Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. yeah. No, not he's not. He's uh, not Booger Dude was Yozo. one of the weird. Uh, he, he, just, he was on the nerds team. Yes, he's just yeah. like the just the gross nerd. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> he he like where's my hug? He's like the the yeah <laughs> the the ex the gamer one before. <laughs> yeah. Like they were gamer nerds the, for real. The proto gamer nerd. Yeah. <laughs> the blueprint. It's funny. <laughs> funny. They made a. It was a TBS game show called King of the Nerds, and he was one of the hosts. Him and the Carradine that was in Revenge of the Nerds. Was oh, the do you guys remember that show? How, how long ago was that out? 2010, 2011? around that. Fun fact. I feel like I've heard of that. Season two had a, had a scientist up there named Mujiga, and she's one of the random science channel scientists that be popping up in shows oh. now. And like I remember, the first time I saw her, I was like, "Where do I know her from?" And it was like, oh, it's fucking it's King of the Nerds. Oh, I do remember that show because they'd have like a specific like this person knows all about books. Yeah, this person knows all about yeah. like physical sciences. Uh, this guy's a dick. Yeah, she was the astrophysicist. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, but yeah. So Revenge of the Nerds, and also that's the other spot I remember him from. But yeah, so he's a. Uh, Turbo Man Psychic Booster, and he tells him all the stuff he needs to do aggressively because it's like, why don't you know these things? Oh, he, like, he was like, wave, you idiot. <laughs> and uh, that includes picking a kid from, from the crowd to get a special edition Turbo Man toy. And of course, he picks Jamie. And just as he's about to tell him that he's his father, the Turbo Man villain, Dementor, slides down onto the float from a rooftop, right? But it's Myron because he he knocked the dude out and tied him up and stole his suit. <laughs> so like Myron has completed his the, progression the, into the, the villain, villain. transportation <laughs> transformation into the full villain. <laughs> oh man! So of course Myron tries to steal the toy from Jamie and Howard holds him off for a bit until uh, the mentors henchmen pop up and, ho- and hold off Howard while Jamie runs away. And like Myron chases him through the streets and like up to a rooftop. And <laughs> uh, then booster who had been uh, punched off the float got and got jumped by kids tells him, you know, use your jetpack." So Howard does. <laughs> and it's an actual jetpack. A little too real, yeah. And this is how the original dude ended up <laughs> brain dead, I guess. Uh, 
And like, of course, Howard doesn't know how to use it. He just started it. So dude's yeah. flying and zipping and even in another Looney Tunes part, because at some point he flies into a building and his head is just like, yeah, he's like, oh, my. So, yeah, so he's flying all around the city and he completely misses saving Jamie the first time. And, like, Myron chases Jamie up a Christmas tree decoration that tips over and it leaves them both dangling over the parade, right? And and then Myron, like, he pulls the toy out of Jamie's book bag, but then he, uh, oh, no. Yeah, he pulls the toy out of Jamie's book bag, and but by now, Arnold's back on the street. Like, he landed safe enough. <laughs> and so Anakin was like, yeah, use your, I forgot what he called it, but it's a, it's like a boomerang. And so he throws the boomerang at Myron, and of course it flies past, and like Myron starts gloating, and then it flies back and gets him in the back of the head, and he falls, but with the toy. And of course, there's a there's a police float that was in front of the Turbo Man uh, float, yeah. And that's where that's where Myron lands, and of and course, guess all who's the, there? All the cops, <laughs> including Bomb Cop. Yeah, remember they're just that- there. They just hey, it's that guy. <laughs> Pull like, guns out like, on this, this. This cop is like um, Officer Jenny from Pokemon. He's just, just everywhere. Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> it is like Officer Jenny. <laughs> Funny. So yeah, and then uh, Anakin starts to slip himself, and he falls. And but Arnold uses the jetpack again, and this time he saves him. Yeah, he's <laughs> just a uh, fight or flight. Now, he, now he knows how to use it. Yeah. So then they do like a lap around the city, flying and. Uh, Anakin's all like, oh my god, Turbo Man, you're so cool. Wee. And like, <laughs> whole time, this dumbass child doesn't recognize that it's his own father and he has a transparent visor. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's barely, it's barely it's just a orange. visor. It's, just, it's, it's a visor that covers his eyes and it's orange, but you can see your father's face, kid. That's the man uh, right there. so liz runs up to jamie after they land uh and he says he wishes his dad were here and he feels bad for being mean to him on the phone then howard takes off his see-through helmet revealing his identity your daddy loves you uh, i am the daddy and this is what i do Uh, and like his wife is impressed like liz is like oh howard The unlucky cop oh. comes up and presents Jamie with the Turbo Man toy that he uh, took from Myron, and uh, and the cop's like, "And as for you, Turbo Man, we could use a man like you on the force." And Arnold turns around, revealing his face. Thanks, I'll keep that in mind. Oh, I'm sorry about the bike, and the coffee, and the bus, and uh, <laughs> the bomb. <laughs> and like cuts to cuts to Liz's face, and she's like, "The bomb." <laughs> And the cop just kind of like, it's like he's in shock. He, he tries to shrug it off, but he looks like, motherfucker. Because <laughs> at this point, it hasn't even been 20, it's not dark yet. So it hasn't no. even been 24 hours. No. And he's bumping <laughs> him like five times. Like technically, the way they talk, all this stuff has happened within the same four hours. Yes. Because he didn't leave the house any, any earlier than like 10. They did and say the parade's that, not going to happen at like five in the afternoon. It's like he ain't been out that long. That's right. It hasn't started getting dark yet. So <laughs> no, it gets dark at four thirty. Like now. Uh, <laughs> uh, fun fact: they filmed this. Par- they they filmed this parade scene in May in California. Ah. Uh. So he was hot as shit in that suit. 
<laughs> that, oh shoot, that furry suit too. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So, but in the spirit of Christmas, Jamie runs up to Myron, who's been who's being arrested and pleading about what's he going to tell his son uh, on Christmas morning. And Jamie gives him the toy and says it's for his son. And he's like, but what about you? And he says, I don't need it anymore because I have the real Turbo Man at home. And then the crowd picks up Arnold and chairs and they carry him off and yelling, Turbo Man, Turbo Man. (laughs) Then the movie ends. And did you know that there is an after credit scene? I've never known that. I would have cut the movie off, but I just left it playing. Okay. And so (laughs) there's an after credits where we see how we get to finally get to put the star on the tree. And like Liz cozies up to him and asks, you know, after seeing all of that, all you went through to get Jamie that toy, what'd you get me? (laughs) And it cuts. (laughs) And they actually added that in after the fact to set up a possible sequel. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, oh God. the second funny. movie jingle all the way to divorce court. <laughs> right? uh, now the thing is, I looked it up. There is a jingle all the way too. Yeah, but it's starring what? Larry the Cable Guy, and I'm <laughs> never. I will never. I think it came out like it's way after the. Fact. I think it was way like 2014. Yeah, like Larry the Cable Guy wasn't even a thing anymore when it came out. That's the thing that kills me about him is like they, they've they, they I think they only just killed him off. <laughs> I think he, they just finally went. Uh, this guy's not off? funny anymore. <laughs> oh man, I I remember thinking that Getter Dunn was never going to leave the lexicon. Uh, mm. I still hear it every once in a while, and I'm like, what? <laughs> but yeah, so. What was your favorite aspect of the movie? I, I shouldn't even ask that question. It's a dumb question. What's your favorite scene? Um, I really, I that, feel like the bomb scene is a little much. I <laughs> love that's my answer, but I like it because <laughs> I'm about to blow everybody up in this place. <laughs> uh, it definitely like initially it was already too much and then it entered looney tunes territory and mm. i was just like but they i was, doubled down I, yeah <laughs> i i respected how stupid it was like and then how they filmed it because you didn't think it was gonna this is because nothing like that had happened yet in the movie nothing completely out of reality right so when it cuts to sinbad and you hear a boom and then arnold and you hear a boom and like the screen shakes i was like hold up <laughs> Did they just kill these people? Did if I was in charge, if I was him? in charge of cutting that movie, I would have like not shown the the callback scene. Oh, I would have just like showed them look around and then gone to the next scene. I would have just left it out. <laughs> that is great. So you don't you don't see the cop until later on when he chases Arnold, so you, and, so you and spent, then you're like, oh, you spent twenty okay. minutes thinking that they just murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Ren couldn't make this episode, but if he were here, hey Cap. <laughs> hey Cap. <laughs> Every time. Every time. <laughs> My favorite scene had to be the uh the, the ridiculous Santa Claus warehouse fight. Oh my like, goodness. It was it was just so ridiculous. <sighs> Yo, when the dude popped up with the candy cane nunchucks, <laughs> and even, even all the all the elves were ready to square up. 
But then the nostalgic child in me, not knowing since the last time I had seen that movie, that the big show was in the, it. That was the big show. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm like, it's I was like, hold up, hold up. I paused the movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I didn't even look it up. I was like, nobody else is that big. <laughs> and then that, they had the nerve that, that to, to punch Vern Troy. <laughs> 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 That's another like 90s staple is little people yeah. comedy. Like hurting little people. Yeah. Like just, at the expense of crushing them. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> But yeah, I mean that was good. And he he uh, pretends to be a detective. He's like, I'm an undercover detective. Yeah, this whole operation is insane. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're sorry, we're sorry. <laughs> um, Any cop with two days of training will believe that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because he even did the like when he flashed the toy badge. It was just as soon as the dude goes to actually look at it, he pulls it back, <laughs> and he just starts yelling. <laughs> but yeah, uh, is there a favorite quote? Um, I think it's a tie. I have a three-way tie. Okay, between uh, what's it? He's, she's outside. She's petting Ted or whatever. Yeah, that boy. <laughs> um, and he's like, she's what? <laughs> that uh, I'm sick of Turbo Man. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I take advice from Turbo Man? <laughs> and I'm gonna blow everybody up in this place. <laughs> <laughs> He actually yeah. has a lot of good quotes too. I wish I wrote down more. No, Sinbad like quotes. most of the Sinbad quotes just like, crack me up. When we first see him, he goes on a he goes on a barbershop rant about how they're making the toys cheap on purpose, which is yes. also kind of true. Well, now I can't even remember if you mentioned it when they're all standing there in line trying to the store. The, at first, he gets so so intense and so hyped up. White people. He, he starts choking a lady. <laughs> he grabs a lady and he starts to choke her and i think it's the fur coat lady that is leaving later with the doll in the volvo wagon so she's like oh these people again <laughs> she's she's just like these men's in this part of town is crazy <laughs> you better appreciate this turbo man doll oh, a, bit, man. a tall man tried to choke me then another one tried to chase me down <laughs> next year you're getting socks <laughs> Also, are you out of your mind? Just popped into my head. <laughs> For me, just because of how savage of a line it was, it was, you can't bench press your way out of this one. Because <laughs> he's, he's leaving with his wife and he stops to gloat. You can't bench press your way out of this one. <laughs> it's, it's such a quotable line. <laughs> um, I kind of forgot about it till just now. And there's another, obviously another weird almost cameo. But when the uh, the guys that look like Power Rangers that are yeah. the Dementors, like henchmen, henchmen, when they yeah. all jump out, their voice actor is the guy who did Invader Zim oh, and, Alpha, and Alpha 5. And one of the lines, just before he slings a punch at Arnold, he goes, do you not know the choreography? And just busts <laughs> him in the mouth. <laughs> it's like, What? <laughs> That's not the reaction to that. <laughs> That's funny. That whole part is insane because it's. I think it's actually Myron who uppercuts Booster off the float. Yes. And as soon as he lands, the kids jump. <laughs> yeah, you're stupid, Booster. They just start kicking him. Like, like nobody likes you. <laughs> the disrespect. Oh man, kids uh, are kids are impressionable. 
Is there an MVP character in this movie? Hmm. I, I guess honestly, Anakin Liz. or Liz, 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 yeah, she deals with a lot of stuff. Yeah, her husband is a piece of crap. <laughs> it's like she's like, I'm used to this. This is just the way he is. She's just trying to move through it, and she got this other guy just trying to like get all over her with no real provocation. Like he's not even take taking her signals into mm-hmm. account, right? Yeah, he's like, just like yeah. she knows what he's doing. She's not every girl, stupid. every woman in the neighborhood wants some of this. Well, you should have went over so there. Weird. <laughs> like, you should have went this right was, over there. The, pick, disclaimer pick for those listening: This was well before the Me Too movement. Yeah, he was trying to do a different Me Too movement. Yes. <laughs> you love Liz Me Too, <laughs> but. <laughs> For some reason in the 90s, like back the comedy around this time, like I forgot that like the the desirable divorcee uh, dad is a thing. Yeah, just. I don't know why, but because I remember like there's there was like because I remember other things would make that joke like the oh, he's divorced and like he's the, the women mm-hmm. like him. But then so, like yeah. 10 years later, I remember like the Simpsons. I don't even know if it was 10 years, but The Simpsons did it where Milhouse's dad is divorced and he's just the most pathetic Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably closer to <laughs> reality, I guess. Yeah, that's probably what more of them are like. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think MVP character is Anakin because he gave his, his, his doll away at the end. Yeah. Side note, I gotta, I gotta agree were they that. just not were they just not arresting Myron anymore at the end? Yeah, I guess they just decided to not arrest him because so, a kid, a, a, a little white kid gave him approval. <laughs> I mean, regardless of the terrorism, <laughs> the, the attempted murder, all of that. No more, no more crime. <laughs> and my favorite, favorite character of the movie, and then which character are you actually? Uh, Be honest. <laughs> uh, I feel like my favorite character... And we're, I'm gonna dig down to the secondary and third, third, just oh, you got sort to. of supporting people. Yeah. Um, I feel like one of my favorite characters is uh, um, shoot, I can't think of his name. What do you do? The the the, the other little boy. Okay, yeah, I think it was Johnny was the other uh, mm-hmm. the Ted's son because, because just he just had this veneer of like everything's great because my dad yeah. blessed me stuff. <laughs> he didn't think about nothing. <laughs> He's a little chubby. You know, you know, if he's asked, Dad, can I have four Twinkies for dinner? Of course you can, son. Like, that shit was happening all the time. It was, he was in heaven. He didn't give a, uh, he have think, a care in the world. I think there was a second part where, like, in the car on the way to the parade, uh, Anakin's, like, like, he's sad about his dad. And then uh, Johnny puts his arm around him and, like, don't worry, Turbo Man's going to be at the parade or something like that. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> it's like. You can always you can always count on Turbo Which, Man. This fictional character, that, cool shit. Now that I said that, it, I get the joke because the dad ended up being Turbo Man. Hey, that's pretty good <laughs> foreshadowing. And technically, and this throw this out again, something I thought about like in the middle of watching it was the characters that play Turbo Man and everybody in the opening TV show part. Yeah, look far too much like the characters you meet later in the movie. Now like I need the, to go back and watch. The little kid that's the president's son looks a lot like Anakin. And then the president's wife looks so a not lot like Rita. So not the exact actors and right. actresses. They didn't have to play the same people, but they had but they got people enough. who were pretty close. Even the Turbo okay. Man was as big as Arnold. So, so it was, was kind of like little, yeah. little cute Christopher Columbus stuff. Uh, I but if I, if I am a character in the movie, the, the person I really am is 
Chris Parnell at the Toy I knew I know if you didn't say if you didn't say it, I was gonna call you on it. I was like, you you literally, you literally like, told you the want story. It, like you want you really you you think you get a turbo man today. Nice. You Take. want a PlayStation 5? For oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> Just start Good job. Laughing. Good job, Weisenheimer. <laughs> I got a second that just haven't worked retail before. Oh yeah, god, yeah. Sure. So who's your um, favorite character, Kendall? My favorite character is it's it's gotta be Simbad's character, Myron. Come on. <laughs> uh, it, I feel like there's like a missed opportunity for a backstory of how he just became like this obsessive uh, broken father that just is trying to kill I didn't even say that here. like the whole time or when we when we meet him, he says he's because this is why he's dressed as a mailman. Not only is it his job, but he's supposed to be delivering the mail, and no, he's, he's at not. Work. He's <laughs> he's, he's throwing not. packages. He's and dumping they, the mail out. Yeah, when they were racing to the radio station, he's dumping the mail out, trying to find packages to throw <laughs> at Arnold. And like, <laughs> can you imagine even, how many reports he has against? Him? He acknowledges it. He was like, "They're just stupid Christmas cards from people you don't care about. Just hear from once a year, anyway. Who cares?" <laughs> Okay, you, you would think you would think he would have already gone through the mail and found a Turbo Man, right? He right. don't care about anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so, what character are you actually? He agreed with the with the, the retail store clerk. Okay, uh, he, the, the most realistic part in the whole movie. That's we're, true. We're the, it's us, the two of them, the two the two clerks. That's us. He's Photoshop them out, put us in the place. <laughs> My favorite character, like I just said, is Sinbad, uh, or Myron. Uh, <laughs> no one even comes close. Like, Myron is so funny to me. Uh, who am I actually? I am the radio station host, because I host the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to the secret group of Turbo Man lovers. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Mark. Uh, rest in peace, Richard Mall, who was also Dementor in the uh, TV show version of the show at the beginning. Oh, I didn't catch yeah. that. Yeah, it, big old helmet. I like the juice in that Dementor helmet. Yeah. <laughs> I was just cracking up the, the brain. Yeah. <laughs> How long ago did he pass? Was it recent or did that was this year? Dead? I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, some okay. So here's a letterbox review from Luke Pauly. Arnold Schwarzenegger's bad parenting made Jake Lloyd grow up to be Darth Vader. Uh, yeah. Which actually, that, I'm I shouldn't have said that because Kendall, you made that joke earlier. <laughs> uh, Maria says there's a scene in this masterpiece where Arnold Schwarzenegger almost says, "I am your father" to Jake Lloyd. But the shit George Lucas uh, saw and said, that's my Anakin right there. <laughs> <laughs> and someone, or Cobra Rocky says, the Citizen Kane of Christmas movies. <laughs> God, okay. <laughs> uh, I guess I didn't even think about this. Uh, uh, the uh, The whole movie is based on the shopping frenzy during the 80s for Cabbage Patch dolls. Yeah, and then it's funny. I, I, I saw that too. It, that same year is the Tickle Me Elmo craze, too. So It, it like... was, it, you know what? I didn't even think about that, the matching up of that. That was a, that was a, that was a dark time. Uh, uh, that's wild. I remember the Tickle Me Elmo. 
My I had like I had like I a couple one. nieces that wanted that so bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that was the first time that's the earliest I can remember seeing pandemonium on the news. Mm-hmm. Is the news showing people like trying to get tickle me almost like this is before like or i don't know if black friday was already like this and i just didn't know but this is before seeing anything about black friday just I, seeing people fighting for tickle me almost i remember old person i remember the because we were in connecticut for the for the mm. um holidays i remember the cabbage patch r- ridiculousness and mm. i remember when i finally got to see one up close my niece had one i was just like no <laughs> Why? Why was people fighting? No, this doesn't do anything. This doesn't do anything. <laughs> like y'all, y'all beat up people. They, my my sister didn't beat anybody up. She she had one on order for a long time, but uh, like you you had the, you guys went through a lot to get this. But I can't have I can't have the GI Joe uh battleship. What's this? <laughs> oh, can't have a Ghostbusters firehouse. What's that? No love in this house. I just found. Did, did y'all know this? It says uh, producer Chris Columbus wanted Joe Pesci to play Myron, but he was deemed too short at 5'3 next to Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was 6'2. Schwarzenegger had previously appeared in two films alongside Danny DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was twins. Twins is amazing. Yeah, there's a. We, we joked about doing twins too. Um, twins is good. I, jam. I'm happy to Sinbad was in the movie. That Danny DeVito would also made a funny, funny movie. Just the scenes where they're fighting, either they would have taken them or it would have been completely ridiculous. Uh but like like when Sinbad and Arnold fought, like it was believable because Sinbad's taller than him, but so they were actually like going at it. <laughs> yeah. But if it was Danny DeVito, it would have just that was been like wild. You know, like it would have just been the, the Vern Freuer scene. <laughs> 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 oh man! So uh, Brett Brett shoot. I uh, hope I'm saying that right. He says Turbo Man will defeat Thanos. It is a is the right color scheme. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Matt the Snapper says, "Put that cookie down now." And which I forgot. I literally wrote that down. Yes, the that's of one of the thing. best quotes. I didn't even think about that. He says, mm, oh my God, your wife's cookies are out of this world. Who told you to eat my wife's cookies? <laughs> Put that cookie down now. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's my favorite quote. Damn. <laughs> How'd I forget that one? I literally wrote it down. But yeah, uh, so final thoughts. <laughs> Anything you want to add? Any in-conclusions? Anything you didn't already say? For me, it's just that I love this movie for how ridiculous it is. Yeah, I mean, um, I understand. I think it's, it's one of just those classic, like, if it's on, I'm going to sit here and watch it mm-hmm. because it's it's a good time. And that's what, um, I, that's what I wanted when I was asking y'all for y'all movies. I get it. I understand now. <laughs> it's It's a fun movie, and I don't. I don't have any ill will towards it. It is goofy. It is you kids can watch it while you watch it. There's enough going on that it's just still still good. Like it was it was okay, very very 90s and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then it got to the radio station scene and Sinbad <laughs> pulled out the bomb and I was like, "Oh, this is a Tifron movie. This is stupid." <laughs> I love- <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna blow everybody up. <laughs> 
And like when it goes off the rails, I was like, okay, I get it now. I, I mean, even mm-hmm. at that point, they had already done the the warehouse. When I th- and like even though that's kind of ridiculous too, like the the bomb made it go up two more notches. They're just uh, like really, really thematically all over the place, but like mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then like I gotta I gotta love freaking Sinbad's ascension to villain. <laughs> For real, he literally steals the stoop. like them literally turning into the the hero and the villain fighting yeah. and the stoop. Okay, little you get you get a half a chef's kiss. I get it. I get it. <laughs> it, 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 it takes it takes us talking about the other day uh, entering my villain arc to a whole different level. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that's it's a dumb movie, but I like it and I understand yeah. why people love it. So I appreciate. It. Do do y'all feel like this is the type of movie that would already have been remade, but not just remade by anyone, remade starring a certain duo in Hollywood that are the best of friends? You talking about Rock and Kevin Hart? And Kevin, oh Hart. my god! Oh, when you said remake, I was like, I don't. It doesn't need to be remade. And then you said the certain duo, and I immediately knew who you're talking but, about. But you know what I'm talking about. Doesn't this feel like it's a movie that they would do? Yes. yes. That's funny. And you just but you, but just you have Kevin like... Hart just being like, "So I'm Arnold." <laughs> You're like, no. "No, why would you? Why would I? Why can't I be Arnold?" <laughs> I can see that. He's gonna oh. argue for it, knowing well, knowing good and well, he's not getting it. He's gonna keep arguing about it. Oh my goodness! I'm, that's a great that's a great uh, hypothetical. Thank you, because <laughs> now I want it to happen. Right, just look out for it. <laughs> look, it's on I'm the writing the screenplay. I'll throw a few bucks your way. And uh, just 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 for uh, just just to keep the rock interested, there's a scene in the jungle. <laughs> Here we go. You got to have an tan shirt. He has to have the tan shirt on. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a mattress salesman he's a jungle tour guide <laughs> uh, all right ratings mm-hmm. oh yeah so we'll, we'll revert back i know last week i used numbers or the last time i was on i was using numbers uh that was a special edition yeah that was that was a very important moment for me to really get out there like give people something they could understand but this is one of those which I, I'll go back to my recommend, recommendation style. I would recommend this to people just off of the pure insanity of it. And ju- just to have something to counteract someone who brings up Die Hard. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> thank, thank you. It's like, uh, you don't got to say that every time. <laughs> like You could have said Gremlins, but you... You but saw this, that post on Facebook and you made it your whole Christmas personality. Oh my, yeah, you made it your life. Like, there are people, I had a, I, and I think I've told this story either on here or to you. I had a guy unfriend me over that mess. Oh, yeah, you did tell me. I was just like, are we, are we really doing this? Like, he stopped talking to me. I was like, yeah. all right, then. I almost got fired because <laughs> I went on such a rant at work. It was, anyway. That's uh, <laughs> why I have a podcast so I can channel my rants <laughs> to the the 15 people that listen to hey, us in Ontario. Hey, the, the color purple is a kids movie cuz there's some kids in it, I guess. <laughs> so look, I am not opposed to just for the folks who didn't hear that episode cuz I can't even remember what episode it was. The folks 
uh, I'm sorry, I'm not opposed to classifying Die Hard as a Christmas movie. My compromise was, okay, it's a, it's not a traditional Christmas movie. And, you know, the traditional, you know, spirit of giving, loving, being, you know, being with your loved ones, all that. And people try to argue that it is. And I was like, no, it's not. A, there's, there's killing in it. Like, so like, like Krampus. Krampus is not a traditional Christmas movie. It's kind of like a, a deconstruction almost. You know, you're doing the opposite. So, and it's fine. You can have non-traditional Christmas movies. It's a thing. Like, yeah. it's still, I'm still letting you have the title of Christmas movie. <laughs> you're allowed to sit on this council. We just won't make I think you the that, rank that of man. There should be a classification when you say a Christmas movie or really any holiday theme. Like, is it Christmas in setting or is it Christmas in content? Yeah, because Iron Man theme? 3 is a Christmas in setting movie. In fact, Disney Plus added it to the list of Christmas movies. Oh, and boy. I was like, y'all funny. But like, whatever. Uh, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Like they they made it happen. Like it was not originally a Christmas movie. Director just ran with it after it became a thing. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a thing now. Something isn't a big deal until people make it a big deal. Okay, it's a thing now. We're here. I'm I'm letting you have it. I'm letting you have it. Just don't get mad if I say it's just not a traditional Christmas movie. All right. Now I just made categories and now you're mad at that. Whatever. Anyway. Well, yeah, but for for sure I would recommend this movie over that one between the two. Gotcha. Kendall, you can rate things however you want to rate them. It don't got to be my rating system. However, like Kareem uses cabbages. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like cabbages. whatever, however you want to rate it is fine. Uh, if it's creative, great. If it's not, that's fine too. Uh, so there you go. Okay. That being said, I'm going to stick with my traditional way of rating movies, which is scale of one to 10. Not the Die Hard um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hovering between like a seven, seven, between seven and eight out of 10 for this movie, simply because it's just a good time. If you watch this movie, you're either, you're either one of those people who have something shoved up their ass and are going to hate it, or you're most other people who just turn your brain off, laugh at the ridiculousness of and it. There's nothing um, wrong with that. Exactly. So. And more so if you're a Sinbad or Arnold. Thing, <laughs> you're going to enjoy oh, yeah. it even more. We've been trying to figure out who our actor mascot is. We haven't had enough episodes to figure it out, but right now Arnold's on the short list, so we'll get there eventually. But he's in there. Yeah. So once once that won the the poll, I was like, "All right, we get to do Arnold impressions." Wow. <laughs> Why would I take advice from Turbo Man? I listen to literally anybody else before I take advice from Turbo Man. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> My, I'm going to give this a seven, which on my, on my ratings, that is a good movie. Six being fine, eight being great. Uh, it's a seven. It's a good movie. I wasn't feeling it at first. It felt very by the numbers at first. And then it completely went off the rails and I was like, oh, (laughs) this shit is stupid. I love it. (laughs) And I also understand why like people love it for being so ridiculous I don't know if I'll be at the point where if it's on, I'm going to just sit and watch it. But if nothing else is on, I'm going to watch it. Have it on the I, background while you do the dishes. Yeah, like I want to get it for my collection, uh, my DVD collection. Nice. I'll probably wait till it's on. Say if I could find it on like, you know, how they have like the Christmas movies for $5 bin or sometime. sometimes mm-hmm. Walmart does. I'll probably scoop it out of there. Uh, I don't need to get the criterion of this. There is no criterion of this. Yeah. <laughs> there never don't will need, be. You don't need the special features. But yeah, I don't need all the, the fancy steelbook edition. But 
Uh, I'll like, I'd like to add it to my collection and I'll see if I could try and get my son to watch it later. (laughs) Will he sit down through that? Maybe it's going to be rough in the first half, but when it starts getting goofy, he might like, or unless he he might be running around and then come back and look at it every once in a while. He's that Mm. stage. (laughs) He got through the Grinch, the 2018 Grinch. He sat and watched the whole thing. So he's getting there. I, I almost have a movie ready, son. I'm excited. You don't want to watch the shit I want to watch, though. Not so. bad. <laughs> Might be a while. But, uh, yeah, it was good. That was fun. Sign off. Uh, plugs, if you got any. Tim? Uh, same as normal, D&D Sluggers. Nothing super big going on right now. Still got my last EP on Bandcamp. I've been songs to all the time. Uh, it's called Check, Up on, uh, Check on Your Friends. Mm-hmm. It, uh, come through and listen to that on Bandcamp. And, uh, it's a good listen. Come by the Instagram uh, for some other goofy stuff about my dog and his inability to hold his shit. <laughs> That's the Indie Sluggers, right? And on Instagram? <laughs> on everything? Yes. Yeah, every, yes. Every single thing. The Indie All Sluggers. Right. All right, Kendall's, you got any plugs, any social media you want to share? Anything going on with you? You don't have to. No plugs, but if I can just say, you know, it's holiday time. I know people get stressed out. You know, just think about your families. Think about people who might be less fortunate than you. If you're having problems with family or friends, try to patch it up. Life is short. We're losing more and more people every day. Should be a happy time of year. I like this energy. Say I, say I love you. I love you guys. You know, happy holidays, everybody. Oh, wow. We need to get Kendall back. Cause, yeah, Kendall, Kendall's, cause, Kendall's making the mood good. Right? He, yeah. He he he, uh, he brought in the, the fresh Christmas candles. Got the house smelling nice. He's all about it. <laughs> Dang. Got that, got just that fancy. Oh, well, he sings too. Look at that. Usually what? by now we would just crack like endless bad jokes and peace out. But look at that. Kendall left yeah. you with some wise words. You know what? A, wonderf- a wonderful welcome. All right. You going to come back, Kendall? Of course. Of course. I mean, once you're in the secret group, you can't get out the secret group. Blood in, blood out, nigga. There's All only right. one way out, and it's a secret. No. <laughs> That's the first rule. There is no way out. Look. It's so dark. <laughs> Look, this, we gave him too much information. Uh, we have to remain in the shadows. This was good. <laughs> no, thanks for having me, yo. We can follow the podcast on uh, threads on Blue Sky at SGBK Podcast. Uh, you can email us at SGBK Podcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe, like, share, yell at us online. And you can follow me personally. I got a letterbox at Tifron, and I'm also at Tifron on Blue Sky. And I'll leave you with this. Where's your Christmas spirit? (laughs) Oh, wait, I can't leave you with that. Next week, we're doing uh, Boxing Day on Amazon Prime, a West Indian christmas movie well it's a boxing day movie but it's a christmas movie uh holiday british west west indian at that so get your accents right i know don't do that uh we're gonna do it i'm sorry oh i like but, your accent <laughs> uh yeah british west west indian movie on amazon prime and continue our uh, christmas run all right guys later cool cool take care Thank you.